Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. So today we are going to continue reading uh, through the one-year chronological Bible. We are using the New Living Translation, and uh, we're going to pick up February the 22nd. Prohibitions Against Eating Blood will be in Leviticus chapter 17. So we'll read chapter 17, chapter 18, chapter 19, and looks like that's where we will finish off tonight. So 17 through 19. All right, you guys, uh, may the Lord bless the reading of his word. And um, stay tuned because tomorrow I have got a podcast, guys, that is going to Woo, it's going to be crazy. So much is going on. I don't got to tell you guys. You guys know uh, the AT&T thing. You know, China, China, <laughs> uh, China going through my mind. Oh, goodness, folks. But there's a whole lot more to go on tomorrow's podcast with that. So you guys, I hope you'll join me for that. But tonight we are in the Lord's word. And so may the Lord bless the reading of his word tonight. Alrighty, so February the 22nd, prohibitions against eating blood. Okay, so then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to Aaron, his sons, and all the people of Israel. This is what the Lord has commanded. If any native Israelite sacrifices a bull or a lamb or a goat anywhere inside or outside the camp, instead of bringing it to the entrance of the, of the tabernacle, to present it as an offering to the Lord, that person will be as guilty as a murderer. Such a person has shed blood and will be cut off from the community. The purpose of this rule is to stop the Israelites from sacrificing animals in the open fields. It will ensure that they bring their sacrifices to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle so he can present them to the Lord as a peace offering or as peace offerings. Then the priest will be able to splatter the blood against the Lord's altar at the entrance of the tabernacle, and he will burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The people must no longer be unfaithful to the Lord by offering sacrifices to the goat idols. This is a permanent law for them to be observed from generation to generation. Give them this command as well. If any native Israelite or foreigner living among you offers a burnt offering or a sacrifice but does not bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle to offer it to the Lord, that person will be cut off from the community. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you eats or drinks blood in any form, I will turn against that person and cut him off from the community of your people. For the life of the body is in the blood. I have given you the blood on the altar to purify you, making you right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for a life that makes purification possible. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, neither you nor the foreigners living among you. And if any native Israelite or foreigner living among you goes hunting and kills an animal or a bird that is approved for eating, he must drain its blood and cover it with earth. The life of every creature is in its blood. That is why I have said to the people of Israel, you must never eat or drink blood, for the life of any creature is in the blood. So whoever consumes blood will be cut off from the community. And if any native-born Israelites or foreigners eat the meat of an animal that died naturally or was torn up by wild animals, they must wash their clothes and bathe themselves in water. They will remain ceremonially unclean until evening, but then they will be clean. 
But if they do not wash their clothes and bathe themselves, they will be punished for their sin. Forbidden Sexual Practices Leviticus chapter 18 verses 1 through 30. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. I am the Lord your God, so do not act like the people in Egypt where you used to live, or like the people of Canaan where I am taking you. You must not imitate their way of life. You must obey all my regulations and be careful to obey my decrees, for I am the Lord your God. If you obey my decrees and my regulations, you will find life through them. I am the Lord. You must never have sexual relations with a close relative, for I am the Lord God. Do not violate your father by having sexual relations with your mother. She is your mother. You must not have sexual relations with her. Do not have sexual relations with any of your father's wives, or for this would violate your father. Do not have sexual relations with your sister or half-sister, whether she is your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, whether she was born into your household or someone else's. Do not have sexual relations with your granddaughter, whether she is your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, for this would violate yourself. Do not have sexual relations with your stepsister, the daughter of any of your father's wives, for she is your sister. Do not have sexual relations with your father's sister, for she is your father's close relative. Do not have sexual relations with your mother's sister, for she is your mother's close relative. Do not violate your uncle, your father's brother, by having sexual relations with his wife, his wife for she is your aunt. Do not have sexual relations with your daughter-in-law, she is your, your, son, your son's wife, so you must not have sexual relations with her. Do not have sexual relations with your brother's wife, for this would violate your brother. Do not have sexual relations with both a man and her daughter and do not take her granddaughter, whether her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter, and have sexual relations with her. They are close relatives and this would be a wicked act. While your wife is living, do not marry her sister and have, and have sexual relations with her, for they would be rivals. Do not have sexual relations with a woman during her period of menstrual impurity. Do not defile yourself by having sexual intercourse with your neighbor's wife. Do not permit any of your children to be offered as a sacrifice to Moloch, for you will not bring shame on the house of your God. I am the Lord. Do not practice homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. A man must not defile himself by having sex with an animal, and a woman must not offer herself to a male animal to have intercourse with it. This is a perverse act. Do not defile yourself in any of these ways, for the people I am driving out before you have defiled themselves in all these ways. Because the entire land has become defiled, I am punishing the people who live there. I will cause the land to vomit them out. You must obey all my decrees and regulations. You must not commit any of these detestable sins. This applies both to native-born Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. And all these detestable activities are practiced by the people of the land where I am taking you. And this is how the land has become defiled. So do not defile the land and give it a reason to vomit you out as it will vomit out the people who live there now. Whoever commits any of these detestable sins will be cut off from the community of Israel. So obey my instructions and do not defile yourselves by committing any of these detestable practices that were committed by the people who lived in the land before you. I am the Lord your God. Holiness is personal conduct. Leviticus chapter 19 verses 1 through 37. The Lord also said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the entire community of Israel. You must be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. Each of you must show great respect for your mother 
and Father, and you must always observe my Sabbath days of rest. I am the Lord your God. Do not put your trust in idols or make metal images of God for, gods for yourselves. I am the Lord your God. When you sacrifice a peace offering to the Lord, offer it properly so you will be accepted by God. The sacrifice must be eaten on the same day you offer it or, the ne- or on the next day. Whatever is left over until the third day must be completely burned up. If any of the sacrifice is eaten on the third day, it will be contaminated and I will not accept it. Anyone who eats it on the third day will be punished for defiling what is holy to the Lord and will be cut off from the community. When you harvest your crops of your land, do not harvest the grain along the edges of your fields and do not pick up what the harvesters drop. It is the same with your grape crop. Do not strip every last bunch of grapes from the vines and do not pick up the grapes that fall to the ground. Leave them for the poor and the foreigners living among you. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal. Do not deceive or cheat one another. Do not bring shame on the name of your God by using it to swear falsely. I am the Lord. Do not defraud or rob your neighbor. Do not make your hired workers wait until the next day to receive their pay. Do not insult the deaf or cause the blind to stumble. You must fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not twist justice in legal matters by favoring the poor or being partial to the rich and powerful. Always judge people fairly. Do not spread slanderous gossip among your people. Do not stand idly by when your neighbor's life is threatened. I am the Lord. Do not nurse hatred in your heart for any of your relatives. Confront people directly so you will not be held guilty for their sin. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against a fellow Israelite, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. You must obey all my decrees. Do not mate two different kinds of animals. Do not plant your field with two different kinds of seeds. Do not wear clothing woven from two different kinds of thread. If a man has sex with a slave girl whose freedom has never been purchased, but who is committed to become another man's wife, he must pay full compensation to her master. But since she is not a free woman, neither the man nor the woman will be put to death. The man, however, must bring a ram as a guilt offering and present it to the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will then purify him before the Lord with the ram of the guilt offering, and the man's sin will be forgiven. When you enter the land and plant fruit trees, leave the fruit unharvested for the first three years and consider it forbidden. Do not eat it. In the fourth year, the entire crop must be consecrated to the Lord as a celebration of praise. Finally, in the fifth year, you may eat the fruit. If you follow this pattern, your harvest will increase. I am the Lord your God. Do not eat meat that has been drained of its blood. Do not practice fortune telling or witchcraft. Oh, I'm sorry. Do not eat meat that has not been drained of its blood. Do not practice fortune telling or witchcraft. Do not trim off the hair on your temples or trim your beards. Do not cut your bodies for the dead and do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. Do not defile your daughter by making her a prostitute or the land will be defiled with prostitution and wickedness. Keep the Sabbath days of rest and show reverence toward my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not defile yourselves by turning to mediums or to those who consult the spirits of the dead. I am the Lord, your God. Stand up in the presence of the elderly and show respect for the aged. Fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not take advantage of foreigners who live among you in your land. Treat them like native-born Israelites and love them as you, have, as you love yourself.
Remember that you were once foreigners living in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Do not use dishonest standards when measuring length, width, or volume. Your scales and weights must be accurate. Your containers for measuring dry materials or liquids must be accurate. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You must be careful to keep all my decrees and regulations by putting them into practice. I am the Lord. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's reading, and I um, hope you join me tomorrow, the good Lord willing, and we're still here, uh, for February the 23rd's reading of Punishments for Disobedience, and that's going to be Leviticus chapter 20, and uh, we'll go through instructions for the priest, 21, and worthy and unworthy offerings, Leviticus chapter 22. And that looks like where we're in for tomorrow. So if the Lord willing, guys, and we're still here, and the Lord hadn't raptured us on to heaven, um, you know, if the Lord wills it, that's where we'll be tomorrow, reading through that. And I hope this has been a blessing for you guys. I know it took me, well, I tell you, the last couple of days, I was like stumbling through um, the reading there. I'm sorry about that. I'm not sure what happened to me. Um, I did take some vitamin B12 today, so I feel a whole lot better. And uh, so I think I have a little bit more um, focus. <laughs> and so um anyway with that guys i'm gonna get out of here um get in the word of god and let the word of god get into you and hey um i'm actually working on the website for our church i'm super excited about that if you guys will keep me in prayer um and just pray that you know the lord will help me do a good job and um, that way you know the lord um can use that website to reach people and so my pastor dr randy davis is amazing and uh, he's such a great teaching pastor. I'm just so thankful um, to have him. And so anyway, um, if you guys haven't gone to our YouTube channel, um, you should go. Go to YouTube, type in um, New Hope Fellowship at River Road. That's like the river and then road. Uh, and it's the only channel with that name. It'll pull us right up. And you can watch some of his teachings. And if not, you can always go to my website, Bible Prophecy, the number four, today.com and have a whole page. And that the little menu tab, if you'll click on that, if you're on a cell phone or click on the top tab, if you're on a pc um, and you can find the whole new hope fellowship sermon page which is um such a blessing um a pastor is doing the teaching series through revelation we just started wednesday so you guys aren't too far behind if you want to join us for that but anyway i'm going to get out of here you know texas we got to say about at least a couple times all righty <laughs> guys i tell you what you know what i'm going to tell you you got to give a prayer don't be scared be prepared the Lord gave us his word to prepare us, to tell us of the days that we would be living in right before his soon return. Um, and he says, when you see these things begin to happen, he says, hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. And folks, we see these things beginning to happen. So I think we need to be doing our tippy-toe rapture practice. And um, if you're not familiar with the uh, with the rapture, uh, my pastor Randy has done uh, several sermons on that. They're actually on the website as well. Um, pastor Jack Hibbs does a fantastic job. Of explaining that at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills and JD Farag has a lot of wonderful videos on that if you're not watching his prophecy update guys you need to get on there JD Frog not an F-O-R-G but an F-A-R-A-G dot org he's also got an app guys go check it out pastor Billy Crone at getalifemedia.com getalifemedia.com um, has some great great information as well he's got awesome he's got a whole series on the rapture He's also got one video on why the rapture. Um, so check that out too, guys. Pastor Brett Meter at Athy Creek Church. Uh, Athy Creek. Is it Athy Creek? It's not Athy Creek Church. It's Athy Creek. Yeah, they're in Portland, Oregon. Guys, go check him out. He's got a great website uh, and YouTube page. He does a prophecy update as well. 
So, you know, lots of things going on in this world today. We are so anxious. There's anxiety. There is rioting. There is evil. There is wickedness. There's like uh, Timothy. Timothy 3. Is that Timothy? Well, you know what? I don't have my other Bible with me. I would read that right now. We would read it. Um, you know what? Hold on. I do got my Bible, guys. I got a little Bible. Hang on just one second while we're on here. Um, if you guys got the time. <laughs> Oh, let me see. Let me see. I don't normally do this on this part of the podcast, but you know, I just feel led to do it. So let's look into Timothy here. Let me scroll through here and find old Timothy. You know, uh, a great other Bible study I want to tell you guys about. It's the New King James Study Bible. Let me see if I can. Uh, it's the full color edition. Um, I have the third edition, but it has got some, it's got prophecies. Um, of the Messiah that were fulfilled in Jesus Christ, and it kind of gives you prophetic scripture. The subject, I, you know, I did a long time ago. Oh goodness, was it back in July or maybe July of last year? Um, I did the, I went through all the, not all, but I did like the top twenty fulfilled uh, prophecies of Jesus. I think I did with the scriptures. That was kind of, that was kind of, was, that was a blessing to me. I tell you, um, I rock. Let me see if I can find. I think it's. There's Peter. You know, Peter talks about it too. I'm sorry, you guys. Let me scroll through here. This is why I normally don't do this because it's so much easier when I have it on the laptop or I have it on my big screen computer or on my phone, usually on my phone too. And there's James. You guys haven't read James? Oh gosh, James got a tremendous amount of information. Was the half brother of Jesus. So was Jude, by the way. Okay, so here is Timothy. This is, oh, so small print. Oh, goodness, folks. But you know what? The Lord, where there's a will, there is a way. Let me tell you. You know, I think that Second Timothy, like chapter 1, verse 8, you know, it's like not ashamed of the gospel. Because now is the time. And chapter 2 is like, be strong in grace. Wow. I tell you, these are days. These are the days. that I want to read you guys. And y'all probably already know it by heart by now. But it is Second Timothy, chapter 3. And uh, let's read that really quick in closing tonight. I think we got time, don't you? I think so. The Lord is good. Okay, so perilous times and perilous men. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his power, and from such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. So folks, that's is going to tell you right there. The days that we are living in. But you know there's hope. You know a lot of people are searching for hope. And you know we need to think about that. You know as Christians. We know we're living in this world. And we see everything happening. And coming together just like the Lord said. But what are we to do as Christians? What are we to do? Well we are to tell people about the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell him about. Tell everybody about the great news. Tell them that if you are a Christian and you put your faith in Jesus Christ, that these days are just being fulfilled because they're just fulfilling Bible prophecy. And um, that the Lord is coming to take us home. And that while we're here on earth, like the Bible says, we are in this world, but we are not 
of this world, which is such a blessing to know that. And the longer, folks, I don't know about you guys, but the longer I'm in this world, the longer I long to go home because I know this is not my home. And so one thing I wanted to, to also bring up here, if I can find it, let me see. I'm on the fly here, folks. I am on the fly. <laughs> so um, one other thing it says, and I don't know if this is where I want to go here. Yeah, right here. So be patient and persevering. This is James and uh, chapter five, but I want to scroll back to chapter four. Um, I always say this, the Lord willing, the Lord willing. My mama always said it, but it actually comes from James chapter four, verses 13. It says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we'll go in such and such city, uh, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. So anyway, what you're saying is, or what I, that's why I always say, if the Lord wills, we'll do so and so. Like tomorrow, if the Lord wills, then we'll we'll be reading, you know, through February twenty second and or twenty third's reading in the one year chronological Bible. <laughs> but um, right now, guys, that's kind of what I want to toss out there. But there was one other thing I wanted to see. Here it is. So be patient and persevering. This is chapter five, James five, chapter seven. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, unless you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. We, you have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord. But the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath. But let your yes be yes and your no be, and let your no, no, lest you fall into judgment. And I always, I always have to think about that because, you know, yes and then no. But there was one other, and while we're here, let me see if I can find it here. I know. I like don't have dead air is what they always say. No dead air. Uh, I think it is first Peter. Is it first Peter? Let me see. Uh suffering right and wrong. I think it's second Peter. I think it's second Peter, folks. I'm sorry. But you know, gotta get into the word of God. I tell you, let the word of God get into you. Because like I tell you, that's what it is. Doom of false teachers and destructive doctrine. So like right now, like it is, there's so many, they call themselves churches out there, like the Joel Osteen, you got to squint your eyes and just, you know, get that Botox going so you can say, he's got to live your best life. So no, if, if you think this is your best life, this is your best life now. You know, the, the terrible thing about it is churches like that are leading people to hell by the millions. And the, it is confirming Bible prophecy. I don't want you know, when you read the Bible, the Bible says in the end times, I want people to tell them things that will itch their ears and tell them what they want to hear. They don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear whatever itches their ears. And folks, when you look around today and you look at churches everywhere, like the Joe Osteen's, and you have all these, these charlatans out there, like the, what's his name, Sam Brown or whatever his name is. 
all of these wicked people out there. If you just sow into my ministry, God's going to sow into whatever. If you just, this $5 million jet, God's going to whatever, folks. I always think about old King James Version in that when he says, they'll make merchandise of you. That's what they're doing, making merchandise. They will take money from your grandmother. They'll take money from widows. They don't care. That is what sleazeballs they are. And I tell you, there's a special place in hell for them. But anyway, and as I'm saying this, I want to listen to this. This is, I'm looking right at it. This is 2 Peter chapter 2. And uh, I want to read right here, chapter 2, verse verses 1. Okay, guys? But there were but there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them, and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed by covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words for a long time their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber the doom of false teachers verse 4 for if god did not spare the angels who sinned but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment and did not spare the ancient world but saved noah one of eight people a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemn them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation, temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. And especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries, whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. And he goes on to talk about the depravity of false teachers, the deception of false teachers, and God's promise is not slack. That's 2 Peter chapter 3. But did you notice that? That's one thing that caught this right here as we were reading that. And he says here, uh, chapter, uh, James chapter 2, verse 7, and it says, And delivered righteous Lot, who was, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day, seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Folks, we are living in those days. Like the entire world is like Sodom and Gomorrah. Is it just me? <laughs> I know I don't think I'm the only one. But um, anyway, the whole great thing is, let's jump to chapter 3 really quick. God's promise is not slack. Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by, ways of by way of reminder, that you may be mindful of the words which are spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles, the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were. 
from the beginning of creation. For this they willfully forget that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water by which the word that then existed perished being flooded with water. I'm sorry, the world that then existed perished being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are preserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is, a is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Oh my goodness, folks. Let's, let's continue. The day of the Lord. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away from the pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved beyond on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, in which righteousness dwells. And then he says, Be steadfast. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless, and consistent, or I'm sorry, and consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to I'm sorry, I think I hit the microphone. I'm sorry about that, guys. According to the wisdom given to him, has written to you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also the rest of the scriptures. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away by the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. So folks, let me tell you, Oh, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And in the study Bible, it actually right down here says, right living in a wretched world. And um, so godly living, reliance on the scriptures, opposition to false teaching, watchfulness. It gives you like the passages. And that's all right there that we just got the reading in 2 Peter. Uh, one Chapter 1, verse 1 through 15. And then chapter 1, verses 16 to 21. And chapter 3, 1 and 2. And so there's so much in here, you guys so much get a get a good study bible warren wiersbe has a good one uh david jeremiah's got a fantastic one uh john MacArthur's my favorite johnny mac that's my favorite uh study bible but the one that i have here also um is a great study bible it is the king it's this new king james let me see if i can pull it up here um to get you a good one it just says uh new king james study bible third edition full color edition and let me see it doesn't really have, like, most of them will say, like, the uh, copyright, okay. I will tell you this much. The general editor, this might help you, is Earl D. Rodmacher. And uh, 
Old Testament editor is Ronald B. Allen, and then the New Testament is the H. Wayne House. That's his, that's the editor there. So if you're looking for it, but it's a full color Bible study Bible, and I tell you, it's got so much information. But guys, with that, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> Third time, a Southern folks, we got to say it anyway. Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Mary, not the Lord Jesus, Mary, not the come quickly, Lord Jesus. Folks, continue looking up for our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is coming to get us. That is a promise. He said it. It will happen. His Word is true. Um, Guys, thank you so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you. And um, I love you all. And uh, if you ever want to get in contact with me, you know my website. Bible prophecy, the number four today.com. Uh, shoot me an email, shoot me a little contact, whatever you want to do. Um, if I can't answer your question, I will find out a way to get you an answer. All right. Take care, you guys.